You are listening to The Sauna Show, a podcast that explores new ways to combat modern life and reclaim your health and vitality. My name is Sebastian Miro and I'm the CEO of Clearlight Saunas International and a passionate entrepreneur and health enthusiast. I'm sitting down with scientists, holistic health practitioners and change makers in the wellness space to talk about all things detox, health and happiness. Hello everyone and welcome to the latest episode of The Sauna Show. And this time I've got a really good friend and business partner of mine here on the show, Johannes Kettelhort. Hi, Johannes. How are you doing? Hey, Sebastian. I'm doing well and I'm stoked to be here. So, you know, there's a particular reason why we brought you on because um, we're really excited about the development in red light therapy that, you know, has, has taken the world in storm. And of course, Clearlight is part, part of that movement and especially its Aurora brand. And what I was wondering is uh, whether you could spend the next, I don't know, half an hour with us and just explain a little bit more about that topic. We love to. I think uh, it's a it's an astonishing technology. And as you rightfully said, it's, you know, it's gained a lot of market share recently because of its, you know, uniqueness and, you know, the way it works for the human body. And I'd love to do a bit of a deep dive together with you. Absolutely. Terrific. Has this been around for a long time, red light therapy, or is that a, quite a recent development? Um, <clears throat> I think it has been around for a little while. Um, and in fact, I believe the first studies were actually already done in the 70s and 80s. Um, but, you know, not the combination of red light and near infrared. Like, you know, there was a lot of studies done on light and, you know, UV light. Um, <clears throat> back, obviously, in the days, there was a lot of animal studies being done. Um, but they are still valid in the sense that people actually learned from them and then further developed the technology. And I think then particularly in the last five, six, seven years, we've seen quite a quite a rise of red light companies and red light products actually conquering the market by storm. Different sizes, different shapes, different intensities, different qualities as well. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing in terms of what, what it can do for the body. Awesome. Well, um, maybe we start there. What What is known about red light therapy and what it can do for your body? Yeah, sure. Um, <clears throat> as the name says, it's a, it's obviously a type of therapy, red light. Um, but in this case, um, you know, it uses red light um, to do something positive for your body. I think the name is a little bit misleading because it's not just about red light, but it's actually red light and infrared therapy. That should be the full name. So as the name says, it's a light therapy treatment where you combine red light at very specific wavelength and near infrared, again, very specific wavelength. Um, and when they, ex when they, you know, when they're exposed to the skin, um, you have, well, if the, the wavelengths are right, you have the effect called photobiomodulation. Um, very complex word, but essentially what it means is that the light receptors in the skin are being activated through these two, two different types of lights. And then the mitochondria are being stimulated or activated. Now, for those of you who don't know that the mitochondria are considered the power plants or the powerhouses of the cells of the human body. So they're responsible for really creating energy for producing ATP, adenine triphosphate, which uh, can be seen as sort of the fuel for the cells. So, you know, meaning if you have healthy mitochondria and if you have a lot of ATP production, your cells or your body is being energized, literally. And in this case, it's being activated through light. There are different ways that the mitochondria can be activated. But in this instance, those two specific light wavelengths, they trigger and activate the mitochondria. You have a boost of ATP, 
which then creates various different health effects. And that's at the core, that's what red light or red light and near infrared therapy is about. Amazing. So if we don't have red light happening to us, is, does that mean that our cells are less than optimum functioning? Are they, do they have less energy? I guess that's, um, <clears throat> you know, that's one way to look at it. I mean, you know, it's probably not just about red light and near infrared. I mean, you know, I think sunlight also has an effect, for instance, on human health. And, you know, blue light, for instance, also blocks melatonin, right? And therefore has a negative effect. And, you know, obviously with our sonars, we give off infrared light, but more in the sense of heat, right? So therefore, you know, the various different ways of actually how light has an effect on the body can be good and can be bad. And, um, you know, just through the absence of red light and near infrared, saying that the cells are not functioning optimally probably doesn't really cut it. It's probably not, you know, it's probably not correct. Um, but what you can say is obviously that through giving or exposing your body to light, I mean, ideally sunlight for vitamin D production, but also, I guess, really to stimulate the mitochondria um, is a great way to really enhancing your time being. And I guess, you know, you read this and, you know, in fact, we, you know, say this to customers, friends, family members as well, try to spend at least half an hour to an hour per day outside, if not more, because, you know, we need sunlight, we need daylight actually for circadian rhythms, for optimal health. And, you know, sometimes that's not feasible. Um, and then I think red light therapy can actually be a really interesting alternative to actually look at how you can get, how, how, how can you get actually your daily dose of, of light and, you know, it doesn't stimulate vitamin D. So, you know, that's unfortunately, you know, something it can't do, but at the same time, if you're having a lack of light and, you know, your mitochondria are not really functioning properly, you can sort of cheat your way around it and just, you know, use red light therapy once per day, um, or maybe even twice per day for different target areas. And through this literally virtually or artificially energize yourselves, you know, it's obviously not as good as going out, out outside, being in nature, exposing yourself to light, but it can be a very interesting alternative. That's very cool. Now, so when if we take this further, so once our cells have been energized by red light and near infrared, what what are the effects that science or medical studies have reported? Oh, you know, it's a, it's amazing. Like similar to an infrared sauna, when someone asks, like, what is a sauna good for you? You're almost, you know, tempted to answer, well, what is a sauna not good for, right? And I think in essence, that's quite similar with red light therapy. Like there's, there's a lot of different health benefits that actually, you know, come through the activation of red light therapy or the, you know, the effect called photobiomodulation. And I think the most interesting or at, at the core of this photobiomodulation is actually uh, the activation of an enzyme called uh, cytochrome C oxidase. You don't have to remember that. It's essentially a very complex name, but this enzyme is actually responsible to increasing the energy production of the cell. And therefore, you know, you have more ATP being produced. Uh, at the same time, you also have nitric oxide, um, you know, being sort of a emitted almost um, or being released which then has another positive effect on vessel dilation and it improves blood circulation it improves oxygen transport for the cells so you know that's a very technical explanation or biochemical explanation almost but you know it's important to understand this because it's not this wonder weapon where light just you know literally energizes but there's actually a, a biochemical or a physiological process at the core of this 
And then, you know, from this, you have various different health benefits. Uh, you know, one that people often refer to is uh, the fact that red light actually has anti-inflammatory um, properties or results, which makes sense. I mean, if you think about you having a strained ankle or, you know, your knee is being inflamed, be it through, um, you know, arthritis or be it actually through just heavy exercising, in this instance, there's not enough love or not enough energy actually from the body provided so that the tissue, the cells, the muscles can actually heal themselves. Maybe different reasons on why the body is inflamed, but red light therapy essentially literally energizes this part of the body. So say if you have your knee that's strained or you know is in pain, you could actually 10 minutes, you could actually hold your knee in front of this red light and you would energize this part of the body, which then in return, you know, means more blood is being circulated, more oxygen is being transported, you know, the cells have more energy to do what they already do. And therefore the own body repair mechanisms are basically being activated. And I think that's one of the main benefits that people, you know, always, uh, you know, get back to or, you know, that they describe when they've actually been using as, oh, you know, I haven't been able to running for weeks, you know, my ankle has been strained and then I've been using red light therapy for a week or two and I can back, yeah, I can go back to running just because it's healed and you know, that itself is pretty amazing. You get muscle recovery. So um, athletes use it a lot when it comes to uh, professional performance or prof professional weightlifting and athletics. There were amazing studies that actually have shown how you can literally lift more or run um, farther, further, um, if you've actually exposed yourself to red light, you know, over a, a set number of weeks or days. So in that recovery space, it's actually currently, you know, well practiced and used on a daily basis. Um, you got testosterone production for men, you know, um, it seems to be activating, uh, you know, certain glances in the body that actually trigger hormone responses. You know, testosterone is obviously super important for men, but also for women, you know, and on, on, for women, the, you know, the, the, test, uh, the, the hormone household is, is a little bit more complex. Um, but yeah, you know, that's just to name three of them. There are probably 10 more that we can dive into, but it's, uh, it's pretty stunning once you actually do your research. Very cool. So exciting. Hey, um, what, what are the differences in devices that are out there? I, I remember, you know, back in the days, there would be these lights that people would buy, um, that you just put in front of you when you have a, you know, cold or, uh, congestion in in your nose and, you know and and that seems to really help warming up that area and help but um the technology that you are talking about is, is more sophisticated than that hey yeah 100 percent. it's a it's a really good question and i think there's a lot of um confusion around this topic because you know it's obviously red light and it's near infrared so you know can't be that difficult right uh, and i think in in some way it's true but it also requires a bit more of, a, of an explanation. So what you're referring to is the classical red light lamp or heat lamp, as I think we like to refer it, right? They're often they're not expensive. They're sometimes like, you know, 50 to 200 bucks or so, depending on the, on the quality and the size. You know, Philips, the Dutch electrical uh, manufacturer, they produce these, for instance. And yes, it is part of the near-infrared spectrum, and it also has some sort of red light in it but it's not specific enough. Like that's the amazing thing about red light therapy. You need two very, very specific wavelengths at a right intensity. And only then do you actually have the effect of, you know, called photobiomodulation. We can dive into that a bit deeper, um, you know, after this answer, but with the heat lamp, it is near infrared light, but it's not about really the light and energizing the cells. It's more about heat, which then actually leads to vessel dilation, right? So if you're, 
you know, if your nose, your, your nasal area and your face is clocked up from mucus or whatnot, heat obviously, you know, expands everything. And therefore you have more, you know, fluidity actually and more flow in this area, which feels good. Like I've been using them as a child, um, you know, but with the red light therapy, heat is not really the main interest. It's, you know, the product wasn't developed to actually to make you hotter, to, you know, to make you sweat. So therefore, you know, it's two specific wavelengths. You got red light at um, 600 to 660 uh, yeah, nanometers. And then you got near infrared at 800 to 850, 860 nanometers. And only those two specific wavelengths and only those two, when they actually come together, lead to the effect called photovolumodulation. If you have a red light here and maybe a near infrared there from two different areas on, on the body, is not going to do the same thing. Both need to come at your skin, at your cells, at the same level, at the same intensity with those two different wavelengths. And then you have all this, you know, all the wonderful effects of red light therapy. Amazing. Well, that's a great insight. So um, when when looking for a device that, you know, that, that does both, um, is there something to look out for? Is, is there something that it's called or that it shouldn't be called? Um, yeah, I think, you know, there are a few criteria or buying criteria when you actually look around. I mean, the first one is definitely those two wavelengths that I've just mentioned. So, you know, you know, check, check with a manufacturer on the, on the wavelengths for red light. It has to be 600 to 670 nanometers, you know, double check the near infrared wavelength has to be 800 to 860 nanometers. Um, then the second one is uh, the intensity. You call it the irradiance, essentially. It's how much energy yeah. is being emitted per, say, square centimeter, square millimeter. And, you know, it should be at least more than 100 uh, milliwatts per square uh, cent um, uh, when, when you obviously want to really get the results from red light therapy. The more intense the device is, usually the better because you know some of the studies that were actually done were done with lasers so it's you know a laser what it is is obviously a concentration of light beams onto one point which means you have a lot more energy on a on a smaller area and that's that's the same you know, you know the, the basic functionality and explanation is, is true with red light therapy too you want to have as much energy per square centimeter per square millimeter. And therefore, you know, make sure that it has at least more than 100, ideally 130, 140. And that should be measured at a certain distance. So say I have the red light in front of me, I want to use it probably with a distance of 10 to 15 centimeters away, because you know, you can't go really far. I mean, you can, but it's not very practical. And if you are 10 to 15 centimeters away, you should make sure that you at least have the power densities that I was just describing, because Now, if not fish enough, it's not that you're not getting the benefits, but you just have to stay in front of it a lot longer. So for instance, if best practice is 10 to 15 centimeters, if you're using it with a distance of 30 centimeters with the same power density, it means you have to do the session twice as long. And one session is normally, should be around eight to 10 minutes. That is an equivalent of 60 joule. That's the energy that your body or that your cells can actually absorb during that time. And obviously, if you double up on the distance that you're actually away from it, it also means that it takes twice as long or, you know, whatever the factor is to get the same benefits to get your to getting your cells energized through this type of light therapy. And then, you know, there are other factors. EMF is probably an interesting one, you know, electromagnetic frequencies and the effects on the human body. 
you know, normally red light therapies have a rather low energy consumption and therefore EMF is not such a big topic, but it, it would be a nice extra and a nice plus if actually the device is shielded for, EM, for EMF. Um, our devices now also have an ELF shield, electrical fields. It's probably no one currently out there. So that's another thing to look out for. Um, and then, you know, the good old warranty, like, you know, you know, how long has this company in business for, you know, is the service part department locally? Is it based overseas? Do you not actually, who do you not know who to contact when something breaks? So, but I think that's a given, you know, that's probably one of the buying criteria you always should look at. Yeah. I, I remember hearing, well, you know, I sometimes hear and, you know, other companies, pro projects and, and, you know, other departments and you're in a different department to me. But every now and then I hear you talking about flick, flicker-free technology. Is that something that, that comes into play for this particular device? Good point. I actually forgot to mention that. Yes, it's true. So, um, yeah, 100%. If you buy a red light therapy, you want to ask the question whether the LEDs are flicker-free. Um, what does that mean? Flickering, obviously, with AC current, it means that the light, the LED diode that's actually inside the red light therapy is being turned on and off multiple times per second. And obviously, if you take a video and then you slow it down, so 10% of the normal speed, you can see that. You can see the flickering of the LED. And that seems to be, or you know, research has shown that that can be a potential disruptor when it comes to sleep quality, because essentially it's stress for the eye, you know, although we're not actually seeing that, the retina in our eye, they can actually see that. And it's literally being stressed for the eye, which can, you know, mess around with melatonin production, sleep hormone, or it can just make you awake in general. Not really dangerous, um, you know, so therefore it's not a health threat or health concern or anything. But Surely, if you're looking at a wellness therapy in order to make you feel good and you may maybe want to use the light to also, you know, help you reset this circadian rhythm, that's certainly something to look out for, um, 100%. You know, a burning question that I have and that has our, our team has bounced a little bit around is that I know where, where the product, you know, that we sell under Aurora sits in terms of price. And that's about, correct me if I'm wrong, in terms of euro, it would be between 800 and 1000 euro is that about right yeah i think we get two different sizes like uh, you know the small one is around 500 the big one is around 1000 and aussie dollars i think it's 800 and 1500 uh, aussie dollars yeah and so there are some devices out there that um that are sort of red light beds i, I suppose that go way way beyond that price like so much more expensive and um, knowing sort of where our technology normally comes from, like we we pick the highest quality and and you know mo most pristine uh, suppliers. So where is that price difference mainly coming from? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think uh, I mean I I would love to try one. I actually personally haven't tried one yet, so that's my to do list. But I've looked at them closely, and um, you know, for those that actually haven't seen these, it's like a, a tanning bed essentially, you know, but just with red light therapy, which is, is pretty amazing. Um, and you literally lie in there and you get red light literally all around you. So, you know, on your back and on your head and you know, on your core and your legs, everything. And that itself makes it, I mean, very convenient because, you know, the red light devices that we sell, they normally say the biggest one is around 70 centimeters, right? So it maybe just, it, it just covers my upper body. 
but it's not really a full body therapy. If I really wanted to have a full body therapy, I'd have to get five, four, you know, four, five, six, seven devices, connect them together via daisy chain, which you can do like, and then, you know, literally build a wall that you stand on, stand in front and maybe also covering your back. So, you know, that itself is probably a matter of the different use case where in this bad, you just go in there for five minutes or eight minutes and you get your whole body energized. It's very quick in, quick out. Whereas with our red light therapy, yes, it only takes 10, eight to 10 minutes to, you know, to try to recharge the part of your body. But then you have other, other parts of the body that you haven't actually, you know, used the red light on your back or your legs or depending on where you use it. But so therefore, if you really wanted to do your whole body, you're limited by the smaller sizes. That's certainly one of the, uh, one of the reasons in terms of, you know, the actual benefits and the actual functionality of these tanning of these, of these red light bats, they're not really different. Like it's the same wavelength, it's the same technology, um, you know, it's obviously in a superior build and manufacture. It's primarily built for commercial places. So therefore, you know, it has a very long maintenance and very long warranty. And it's not really for home consumers because, I mean, you know, yes, some people who have the cash to put $250,000 into this red light therapy will probably have it at home. Um, but for most of us, you know, we probably don't. Don't. And I think then the smaller devices can actually be a great alternative because, you know, financially, it's a lot more feasible to actually, you know, making the small investment, still getting the benefits. And yeah, yes, we may have to trade some time to using it multiple times, but we still get the same benefits. And then lastly, you know, if you think about it, the red light, the, the tanning bed is curved, right? Because, you know, it's not like a flat mattress and it's not like, a, you know, a flat thing that actually folds on top of you but it's literally curved uh, on the top and on the uh, on, uh, and on the bottom and essentially that's like a laser because you know through this curving you have you know your your beams actually change they're more centered and therefore with these bats you have a higher power density per square centimeter and that's probably why it only takes like five to eight minutes to using this bat because you know, the LEDs and the red light um, and near infrared um, bulbs or LEDs, they are centered and positioned in a way so that you actually have a super, super high power density, but that's through the design itself. Um, so, you know, it's, yeah, it's, you probably get the results faster and better, but it's not that you're getting unique benefits from it. Great. I'm so glad that I've seen something coming up there in the R&D department. Hey, so when I... Um, what are the options of incorporating red light therapy with other health modalities? Is that possible? Yeah, hundred um, percent. I mean, um, as some of you may know, you know, we also our, our, our core business is really infrared saunas, and you know, absolutely loving it. In fact, you're just sitting in a you know in a sanctuary uh, corner that's been stripped out and converted into a podcast studio. You can still see the heaters behind you and the keypad and. You know, part of our ethos has always been that we want to create uh, a, a sanctuary or a, you know, a space for you to really enjoy multiple health therapies together. So yes, you get the infrared sauna, you get color light for relaxation, you know, maybe you can do a meditation using the speakers. Um, you know, we're working on a salt therapy, we're working on an aromatherapy device that maybe, you know, allows you to put lavender oil inside the sauna, you know, for further relaxation. And the recent add-on is obviously a red light therapy that can be integrated into the sauna. Um, and that's pretty amazing if you think about it, because a sauna has, you know, temperatures of 50, 60, 65 degrees Celsius, at least in our range. 
that's pretty hot for electrical devices. Like, you know, if you, if you took your phone every day into a 60 degrees chamber, it would probably fail at some point. You know, in fact, most phones nowadays have a, a heat protection mechanism. For instance, if you let it out in the sun for too long, it says, oh, I'm shutting, it, I'm shutting myself down mm. to protect actually the hardware in it, the chips in it, motherboards, uh, you know, displays and everything. And they're not really catered to deal with 60 degrees Celsius on an ongoing basis. Oh. And the same is true for red light therapy because, you know, it's a device that isn't really made to deal with high temperatures. In fact, the LEDs that actually produce these wavelengths, they need to be cooled which is why in every red light therapy, you normally have a couple of small fans on the back of the unit, literally cooling the LEDs so that you can literally use them for a hundred, hundred thousand hour lifespan, for instance. In a sauna, that gets more extreme because you get now even hotter temperatures and the coolers would fail at some point. And therefore we've actually specifically developed with a partner in the US, a red light therapy unit that can go into the sauna that can actually deal with these high heats um, it has an in, you know, it has increased cooling or ventilator powers, just to really make sure that the LEDs don't fail. But you can then actually attach it on the inside of your sauna against a glass door. And imagine, you know, you have 45 minutes per day and you spend it on the sauna session. You use 15 minutes of that time, you use red light therapy, another 15 minutes you do meditation. That itself becomes a pretty powerful thought. Wow. And then that's sort of the recent innovation. And then <clears throat> we also, you know, thought that, hey, you know, this technology is so amazing and not everyone actually has a sauna, but, you know, you should still benefit from this amazing technology. Um, we then created a, a superior red light range called Aurora. Um, we're actually just about to launch it. Um, and as I said, you know, with two different sizes and those are not for a sauna use. So, you know, you could put them, you know, on your door. It has like a hanging system. You can adjust the height. Uh, you know, we're having a stand that allows you to put it um, vertically, but also soon horizontally. So if you're a health practitioner or if you massage therapist, you know, you, you now have the chance to actually combining your massage with red light therapy by putting it on top of the off the bed, for instance. Um, and yeah, you know, it's pretty, pretty flexible in how you use it. You could use it in the morning while you meditate or read. Um, you know, you could do it prior to your morning workout. You could do it during a yoga exercise if you wanted to. You could do it shortly before bedtime and reading a book, although that's probably not what I would recommend just because it's really intense light, um, which may disrupt your sleep. But you could do that. Um, so there's lots of different op options and variations of how you can you know make it part of your everyday routine amazing you know when you talk about this whole 360 wellness pot uh, or solution to me that's i you know i've read quite a bit of science science fiction over the years you know ever since i've been a child and one thing that the, the future was always portrayed as is that we really understood how to support our body with different devices, different technologies, uh, that in the future that is, and um, that people would go into certain rejuvenation pots for you know a certain amount of time per day, or actually pots even that they sleep in and would get certain certain benefits. And it's quite fascinating to to listen to you because what what this all points to is to me that that is almost like where the future is now. Like you 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 get into a charging station almost for your cells. Uh, and then they function better, which gives you all sorts of different reliefs and 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 uh, health benefits. And yeah, overall, there there is a way to gain wellness by 
by just being in a certain environment from red light, from infrared, from halo therapy, whatever it is. So that's really exciting. 100%. And I guess, you know, this, this thinking around a pot or a place to actually recharge yourself, you know, that isn't new. Like you got the sweat lodges, uh, you know, which essentially mm -hmm. is exactly that. Like back in India or the native Indians have been using it. And every culture has its sort of heat and cold chamber, yeah. so to speak. But with technology, it's amazing because you can combine now various things actually into one pot. And I think that's what we're gearing up to just really maximizing the benefits that you can actually get from spending 45 minutes to an hour in this pot. And, you know, I'm, I'm just really passionate about the fact that sleep uh, and nutrition are not going to be replaced. So, you know, for some, you know, and same with, with sunlight, like in, you know, daylight, you know, you'll still need to get those in, but, you know, if you then actually have the sauna after that, after you've done a workout, after you've had a long day and you're not feeling like it, I mean, that's a pretty amazing alternative. Very cool. Yeah, very, very cool. Hey, um, looking at at the best practice, like how would you exper um, suggest people to use their red light device? Let's say they have an outside of the sauna uh, red light device. How would you get the most out of it? And there might be a difference between male and female. I'm, I'm not 100% about the female, but I know the male. There's certain things you can do. Would you mind just touching base on that? Because I found that fascinating and actually quite important. 100%. Um, yeah, I guess it's with it's it's the same with like when you do yoga, or when you do meditation, like you do it once a week, you know, yes, it's great that you actually do it, but you're not going to see the immediate benefits. It's the same with meditation, same with exercise and consistency is key, really. And, and therefore, you know, that that's really what it's a golden rule, like, you know, the more frequently you do it, and the more seamlessly you could probably integrate it into your daily routine. Uh, the easier or the more accessible you'll actually have the benefits and you'll feel actually the recharge from it. You know, it can take up to three or four weeks to really just, you know, getting your body used to actually, you know, this type of light therapy or this type of, you know, this type of energizing through light. Because if you believe it, if you think about it, you know, yes, our body has this functionality, but we haven't been doing that in a very, very long time. Like I'm 30 years old and I've only gotten to know it like two years ago. At, which means for 28 years, my body really wasn't used to that. And yes, you know, my body can deal with sunlight, with daylight, with blue light, yeah. but you know, it's a certain mechanism. It's like a muscle that you need to train. And in this instance, you're just training your skin, your photoreceptors, your mitochondria, your ATP production to really getting used to that. And then we probably say like, um, you know, 10 minutes per day is great. Like, you know, say you want to work on, you know, overall energizing your cells, then you probably should, you know, expose your whole body to it. 10 minutes uh, is superb for, you know, 15 centimeter distance. Ideally, maybe do it in the morning because, you know, for some of you that actually haven't seen it, it's very, very intense. Like you have this really, really intense red light and near infrared together. And, you know, the light itself is not dangerous uh, and it almost looks like, you know, a, a really intense sunrise or sunset. Um, and therefore, you know, do it maybe first thing in the morning, <clears throat> you know, enjoy a cup of tea or a cup of coffee, you know, do your meditation actually with it, you know, do listen to an audio book, you know, really, really take that time aside as self-care. And it's only 10 minutes per day. And that, you know, whether it's a woman or a man, it doesn't really matter. Like, obviously, if you have different parts of your body that are in pain or that, you know, where you suffered inflammation, then you may need to, you know, spend more time on it because you'll have to do 10 minutes on the elbow, 10 minutes on the knee, 10 minutes on the ankle, 
10 minutes and you're back. So therefore, you know, that, that's how you could take it. And there's no benefit really in doing it twice a day. You could do that, but you're not getting the same benefits because, you know, it takes your cells actually once 10 minutes to activating the mitochondria. And then after that, they're almost like saturated in terms of energy. Um, and, you know, therefore once a day is great. You can do it seven days a week um, and ideally try to do it, you know, for the first two or three weeks every day straight for 10 minutes. That's when you'll get the most benefits from it. You know, thinking about the benefits, uh, you, you know about this case of one of our team members. He has been on hormone replacement for 10 years. Hey? And um, yeah, do, do, do you want to talk about that case? Because I just, I mean, you know, of course, that's, you know, that's not medical, medical pr proof there, but it's pretty obvious what happened to him. Yeah, it's a, it's a good friend of ours, actually. Um, and one of the team members and um, yeah, he suffered from rheumatoid arthritis. Uh, which is obviously a chronic inflammation in the joints. Um, and that also led to the fact that his thyroid has been under functioning, which means he had to use um, medical supplements and he had actually a rheumatoid doctor who is, you know, who had supervised him for the last 10 or 15 years. Um, uh, and what we have to say is that, you know, he has changed his lifestyle fundamentally. So, you know, he's actually swapped out, you know, inflammatory foods and he's been on a very positive lifestyle, um, you know, for the last couple of years. Um, and it's been, it's been great, but he still had to take his rheumatoid and thyroid medication just to make sure that, you know, his body actually works functionally or optimally. Um, and then I think a year ago, almost we introduced him to red light therapy and said, Hey, you know, you should really do that because there's a lot of research on, you know, hormone activation, thyroid regulation, uh, anti-inflammatory properties. And so he started using it for, Uh, he's been using it, I think, for three months, uh, pretty much every day, you know, except for the weekend. So let's say four to five times per week. And then he had, you know, he has, I think, quarterly checkups with his doctor. So he went there, saw him and they do a blood analysis, right? So then, you know, they test it. And then uh, in the lab, they actually get the results seeing, you know, what his blood markers are like, what his thyroid is like, uh, you know, what the hormone levels are like. And uh, doctor called him and said, Bryanic, I don't really know what you've done. Um, but you're able to reduce your medication by 40%. Um, and then, you know, a, a friend actually, he, you know, he explained to him and said, you know, hey, I've, you know, I've done this new type of light therapy. And she said, she's never actually seen anything like that because he's been literally on the same levels for 10 years, um, which means, you know, it, it was working fine for his body. But then just through exposing himself to light, he was able to reducing this type of medication and essentially go back to an even more healthy lifestyle, you know, not actually needing to supplement that much. He still has to take some, um, but it's, as I said, 40% reduced just by using this type of light. And again, you know, it's not a study or anything, but, um, you know, he's, he's told us, and I think therefore, uh, you know, that was, we knew it worked um, and we, because we've seen the research, but actually then having a friend or, a, you know, a colleague, that has gone through this and then sharing this story is just very, very powerful, very unmotivating. Um, yeah. For us all. Yeah. 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 And, and, and the same, we have another team member who, uh, who, who consciously um, exposed his private parts to, uh, to red light for 30 days. And he took a testosterone test uh, before he was doing that. And then during the time he was doing it. And after 30 days, I think his testosterone had increased by 50%. And um, again, that's an anecdotal, but there's a lot of research that explains why that is and how that works. And I found that super exciting because it's, it's a major issue, basically, testosterone level being so low for, for males. 
I think there was another podcast that you guys did on, on the importance of testosterone, right? And I think mm -hmm. in, in summary, you know, everyone thinks, oh, testosterone is a sex hormone for men. Um, and yes, it's true. Uh, you know, it's good for the, for the libido and for the stamina, but it's far more complex, especially for older men. Yeah, hormone, uh, testosterone has a major, major driver when it comes to stress release, bone health, uh, you know, just in general, dealing with high stress situations. And yeah. And, you know, I think I read somewhere and I need to dig up the sources that may, you know, a male person in the early fifties has half of the testosterone level as someone at the end of the twenties, right? Mm. It doesn't matter what they do. It's just the biology of the, you know, of the aging changes so much that, you know, that's a pretty steep difference. But if you now understand the testosterone is of major importance, Mm -hmm. um it becomes quite astonishing and normally obviously weightlifting and certain foods and sunlight and all helps you with that but you know most of us actually live in cities and you know it's not so easy to do that every day very cool yeah i um before i let you go i just wanted to know i i have heard a couple of times that there might be some consideration about eye health when using the uh when we're using red light therapy and also like other gen general dangers that one has to be aware of like is it dangerous to take it use it longer than 10 minutes for example or, or anything like that um <clears throat> no not really i mean there you know the two well one one of the frequently asked questions really you know is it dangerous for my eyes um and the short answer really it isn't like as far as i know there's no research out there that really shows any dramatic you know effects on the eyes but <laughs> If you actually have seen it before, it's insanely bright. And obviously, the more powerful the device is, well, the brighter it is. Um, and therefore, you know, some people find it very uncomfortable actually staring into that. And I don't like it too. If I look into it, even just for 10 seconds, you know, I see blue and green afterwards for, you know, at least a minute or so. <laughs> and it's not dangerous, but it's just, it's so intense. Our, you know, eyes aren't really used to dealing with that. And therefore, I wouldn't recommend staring, it, staring into it. There has been a study actually that was published last year, which showed that, you know, a wavelength very close to it has actually been shown to be beneficial for the eyes. So it was 720 nanometers, which is also part of the red light spectrum. And that's, you know, there was a study showing benefits for improving eyesight. But since we're not having the wavelength here, there's really no point in staring at The second one is that obviously through the flicker, through the flickering, and then when, when you use it actually too late at night and they have this really high, you know, this really bright light, it signals your body, hey, there's light, hey, I'm awake, you know, let's do a party. <laughs> and therefore, I, I really wouldn't recommend it using it actually at nighttime. I mean, yeah. some people really enjoy it, especially if they've done a workout, if they feel they need this extra boost of light. Um, but I think for most of us, we're better off using it throughout the day or ideally first thing in the morning because it's then very similar to the sunrise in terms of light. Um, and then what also happens sometimes is that people uh, have what they call a photosensitivity. So certain, certain skin types and certain people, they can't actually deal with uh, very intense light. You also, you know, sometimes people refer to that as a sun allergy. They go out, you know, they, 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 they get a rash, like, you know, they get this really red skin and that can happen with sunlight, but it can also happen with red, with red light therapy. So therefore, if you actually, if you're unsure about it and you may have seen some color, almost allergic reactions to intense light, do the test and just, you know, just put your underarm or your forearm on it for like 20 seconds and see actually whether you can deal with it. 
I think more than 95% or maybe even more people actually can deal with that without a problem. But some people have this photosensitivity and therefore you may want to check on that. Um, and I think that's it. I mean, you know, in terms of other, you know, issues or benefits or not, um, um, or, you know, uh, <clears throat> side effects, um, there probably aren't any. I mean, if you are, you know, obviously if you're really sick, you know, if you're suffering from an autoimmune disease, it's probably best to just check with your doctor or physician to see whether this type of therapy is good for you. Because, you know, yes, although it has these amazing benefits, depending on where you're at with your health journey, it may not be the right thing for, to do for you at the time, for the time being. Um, but in terms of benefits and, you know, contraindications, you know, it's pretty amazing like this. There are hardly any side effects. Love it. Um, look, just to be clear, because I know you have two different products in your department there for, for Clearlight. Um, can you just quickly explain and touch on it before? So, you know, just really briefly, like what are the two different offerings that Clearlight has in, in, in their, their department there? Yeah, sure. Um, so the first one is uh, that what I mentioned earlier is the Clearlight slash Jacuzzi Red Light Therapy Tower. Yes. It's a, an add-on that was specifically developed to go into the sauna. So it's a bit more expensive because of the, you know, well, more effort when it comes to engineering, you know, it has a, you know, with the cooling and the ventilations in the back, it's more complex to really make sure that the product doesn't fail at high temperatures. So it comes with a five years warranty, which is pretty good. Um, and that's just for sauna use, right? So if you have a clear light sauna, that's I think uh, older than, or that you've purchased after 2017 or 2018, then you can actually retrospectively fit this uh, red light therapy tower on the inside of your sauna on the glass door. There's an additional socket on the floor. Um, and then the second one is the Aurora product range, which was launched, I think, half a year ago by us. Um, it's currently one of the most uh, intense or most efficient uh, devices on the market in terms of power density, in terms of flicker-free, in terms of ELF shielding. You know, it has a few unique attributes that I, I haven't seen on the market. And that obviously led to the fact that we launched it with our knowledge in terms of, you know, what we've learned in the sauna space. Um, and currently we got two different sizes. We call it the Aurora Mini. It's probably a bit more of a portable device. Um, very nicely designed, very sturdy, three years warranty, approximately 100,000 hours of lifespan. So, you know, that's a bloody long time, really. Um, you know, 500 euros approximately, I think 800 Aussie dollars. Um, and then you got a larger device which is probably three times the size we call it the aurora plus um and that one sits at around a thousand euro and i think around a thousand five hundred thousand six hundred aussie dollars uh, um you know same intensity um just larger uh, it comes with a door attaching system right so you can actually put it on your door there's a door hook that comes with it you can adjust the height you can actually lie it flat you can put it upright and soon we're actually having stands that allow you a vertical stand or what i explained earlier with the massage bed or the therapy bed you know where you could actually combine that in a commercial setting um, but we are looking into expanding the product offering based on the amazing feedback we've had from the different markets so far brilliant looking forward to that too well thank you very much I really appreciate your insights then. I know you were the right person to ask for that because you're the absolute expert when it comes to this in our company. So thank you very much for spending the time with us. If, um, yeah, if, if anyone has any, any questions around this, this particular uh, topic, there's also a blog post that you wrote on our website, on the Clearlight website. It's really easy to find. And I found that really, really helpful. Quite a few videos in there as well that explains it really well. Our founder, Dr. Rowley Duncan from Clearlight Sonos USA is on there as well. So, um, yeah, thanks everyone for listening. And uh, we'll see you soon.
Thanks, Johannes. You go well. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the time. Guys, thank you so much for listening to The Sauna Show. My name is Sebastian Mirau, and this episode was sponsored by Clearlight Jacuzzi Saunas, the world's leading provider of superior quality, full-spectrum infrared saunas. You can find more information and resources for this podcast at thesaunashow.com, all one word, or on Instagram at thesaunashow. Please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and share this episode with friends. Until next time, have the best day ever.